The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen all over the world and all over the radio. Just remember, if you like what you hear, get on board with America's Web Radio. Become a patron. Get your voice out there. It's the best thing that you can do for your money. And this especially these trying times when America is in trouble. Help us out here. Help us out. Help America out. Get in tune with your own. What I'm saying is don't let America get torn apart. As you know, you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And I always love to start the beginning of the show with the rhyme time. It's time to go. For each week, I would hope the insanity was cured. But instead, each week, I see that the border is actually wide open. It is in no way secured. Another week in the books, and I'm still shaking my head and giving the dirty Democrats dirty looks. So why did Republicans vote against funding FEMA, a pork-filled legislative dessert? So Val Dem Senate said Congress Democrat, her playing politics antics, she did assert. She could not be more disingenuous with her spouting her word. Her position with half-truths is completely absurd. But let us not forget on MSDNC, no Democratic lie will be challenged. It's just spreading more lies on TV. Now they lay onto the global warming platter, and the talking heads just begin to chatter. It's global warming. The weather is now present. They claim before global warming, it was all sunshine, no bad weather. There was no weather event. But the relationship to the climate change of storms we face today is about as close to reality as if it had gone completely insane, they say. The truth doesn't matter to them. They can't prove a weather thing. It doesn't matter if storms happen before time, they say. It's just more poop that they sling. It's time for the people to stop and listen. Don't look at the smooth water they show you, and don't pay attention to that glisten. For underneath the surface is the real issue that we have. And when it comes up through the top layer, there are people behind the scenes of the empty Biden. He's not the real player. Democrats have nothing to run on, so they have to keep Trump's name on the screen. Doesn't matter how much they lie and cheat, the media will accept everything they claim as being clean. Democrats bring out the experts, the ones that lied before. Likely, and has to be, remember Russia? We have heard this, and it's rotten to the core. Now, January 6th, they need some more airtime. This is the biggest ship show I have ever seen again. Give me the person, and the Congress will find the crime. But listen careful to the words that the Democrats use. Sources and methods, likely, could, would, should, and terms that they clearly are trying to tighten the noose. The truth a Democrat expert wouldn't know it if it hit him in the face. The words they spout about everything, if it isn't somehow related to injustice of race. For the Democrats have diluted the term of racism so much that if they can't tie the words into a sentence, they will try something else to hold on to the clutch. For America was built upon the truth, and it's now forgotten that for two years, it's all of what Trump warned us about the Democrats 
and Biden has completely shifted gears. MSDNC talked about how Martha's Vineyard, the residents welcomed the migrants with open arms. I guess they forgot about the truth and the fact that it was the quickest evacuation of migrants when they landed. Off went the alarms. The elitists, they shook in their boots, and they called up the military base. And off the island, they demanded the migrants be removed to some other place. No blame on Biden does fall. It's Trump fault after all that Biden has done. As Biden policies fail, this is going to be a brawl. It's time to take back this country and stop listening to lies. Look at what is happening. Look through your own eyes. It's not all roses and sunshine, we know. As the prices for everything under Biden, way higher up they go. Democrats don't care of the impact they have with their bizarre rules, their executive orders and regulation. They don't care, as they are literally taking and ripping apart this amazing nation. To be soft on crime when it doesn't touch your world is to be completely oblivious to the sympathy cloth we all live with that's unfurled. We cannot continue on this path to disaster. It seems that Biden administration wants to destroy us even faster. So you played the game with Saudi Arabia, Joe? Oh, gee, now let's ask you, how did that go? For it's tough to play a game when you don't understand the rules. And pretty much all of you can do is stand there with all your administration fools. Equity and justice, Joe, won't get you out of this. You buried America with your silly list. We are headed into the abyss. You see, the world doesn't listen to your pitiful thoughts. When you're lost in your own message, it had significant costs. It would have been better to have half a brain, to stand out and wonder where is the sunshine in the pouring rain. How silly your policies are when implemented without insight. You're talking to other leaders who can even outthink you when they're sleeping at night. I was told you were intelligent and had experience beyond pale. But whoever thought that you and your Democrat buddies would let convicted criminals out of jail? Destroying America seems to be your only good job. They pillage, they loot, and they continue to rob. But no consequences did the criminals suffer. So they do it again, and they aim. It's clear by now, you don't even understand their game. Given an animal a chance to kill, he will. But it's fortunately not your blood that they'll always spill. Take the father, Paul Coots, who visited his son in Poughkeepsie this week. He will never again kiss his son or his wife's cheek. Two criminals out on parole wanted for crimes and murder in another county. But unfortunately, no more do we have funding for people who would chase down the bounty. Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, you have blood on your hands. This is not some campaign speech, some rhetoric, some talking points that will change your plans. For your policies in New York are killing its population. And as there are many a blue city across this deadly nation. I heard it has been said that Ukraine is safer than New York State. Because at least you know which way and which direction the bullets are flying. And to die, you don't have to wait. It's not random violence that we're suffering from. It's a pattern of idiots running this country into the ground. And the intelligence and government that just can't be found. They are emptying our prisons, claiming justice it is. 
That's just insanity talking. You think it's working? Hey, pop quiz. I am angry at the media for being complicit with crime. That's not their job. They've got to change their stance. It's about time. Our time in this country is running out. We are so divided whether we will survive. I have extreme doubt. They can kill us all, and apparently the left is just fine. They believe that climate change is more important, but there is very little time. It's dangerous out there, but they have no clue. It's not their butts on the line. It's not their families that are getting killed in the cities that are blue. It's weird that we the people are taking the brunt. It's with the people who are on the lines they used to call the front. Soon there'll be nothing left to save because they'll all put us in our grave. It's clear that the solution to oil problem is near. The only problem is Biden administrations can't admit it and can't see clear. In either event, his Saudi trip that he went on was a complete bust. Turned out like most of his policies, less than something we can trust. If crime is not your top issue in this election, then I suggest you begin to believe in natural selection. Run, run just as fast as you can from your police defund stand. But it's not now. It's when you did it before. It's on video, you idiots. The time for retribution is at hand. And don't you love it that Cory Bush, <laughs> Bush, the lefty loon, is still singing the same old, that same old tune? If you run from the fact that you committed the crime of defunding the police, then you actually believe that people are dying and being shot dead, that that just constitutes peace. But if you recall this incident of defunding the police, it didn't start this term of Biden. It started under Obama when Joe learned, don't answer anything, just continue hiding. The media will carry the message for you as they bury the population, and they won't report that too. My question to each and every one of you who can hear, how many people actually have to die to make a point this year? What number is acceptable to people like Hathi Hochul, Stacey Abrams, and their governorship they sink? It's a wonder how any voter who would vote for them can be thought to actually think. For if you're voting for Abrams and Hochul, you're nuts. Or perhaps you don't mind having you and your neighbors killed by some putts. If criminals are not in jail, it's just a true fact. The population they will assail. Killing left, right, and center. Criminals don't check your politics. Before pushing up daisies, these moronic prosecutors, when crimes they commit, it doesn't stick. I can't understand how someone would vote to have themselves killed and then take away America's oil and not have it drilled. But think about it for a second. When you're voting Democrat, that's what you're doing. It's almost as if you want to do something bad to yourself. And in conjunction with the rest of us, we're getting a screwing. And this week, the Federal Appeals Court ruled that DACA is illegal. How stupid it took so long. You didn't need to be a legal beagle. The border has truly been overrun. Thank you, Biden. The rest of your absent administration working with empty heads can't be too much fun. I just can't wait till your green policies make America go dark. While you remake America, the contrast will be quite stark. Speed up the transition to green. Senator Warren does yell out. Go green energy so that we can have rolling blackouts, no cars, a crashing economy again. 
I have no doubt. Billions and billions they throw out the door, as if we were in some kind of energy war. Why can't anyone understand, if this green energy was so great and grand, that America would transition tomorrow without being dragged down? I just can't understand. We have no infrastructure. We have no valid plan. We have these dreams that we just, with respect to oil, we simply can ban. So no one has yet explained to me why we're in Venezuela pumping oil. We have billions and billions of barrels right here on U.S. soil. And crime again in Merced County, California. A family of four is dead because a convicted killer in a Democrat state was out of jail on the loose instead of being dead. And don't forget Gavin Newsom, that Democrat president in 24, got rid of the death penalty so that criminals could kill some more. Our schools are failing and our jails are emptying out. I'm positive the lefty loon Democrats that they are so detached from reality to grasp anything close to it, they have no clue what real life is about. As the January 6th crew revs up the shift show again, they have nothing else to run on, so they have to keep the show going, and the Liz Cheney outrage they feign. Jeff Dunham wishes he had such a puppet to speak what he says again, like Cheney and Kinziger, nothing in there but a wood brain. Let's not forget Hunter. They say the plot's getting thick. Don't worry, the independent DOJ won't make any possible charges stick. So crime continues out of control. And the Democrats, when asked about it, they have all taken the monk oath. And the silence you hear is just coming from their soul. So this week as we come to our end, just think of an election year when America won't break, but it may bend. America, vote sane and be sincere. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Me and Elvis. <laughs> you know. That was great. Thank you. Every week, I just, you know, I, I really hope that Biden gets in again in 2024, because otherwise I may have nothing to talk about. <laughs> if Trump or, you know, the Florida governor DeSantis gets in, my God, they'll straighten everything out. I'll have nothing to complain about. But, you know, maybe that's what I really need. Maybe really what America needs. We need to be positive in America, not negative. People ask me all the time, why are you so negative on your show? It's because I live in reality. The reality that we see here every week, it just gets worse and worse and worse. You know, last week, when you just when you think that it, it can't be about anything more dumb, you have Hurricane Ian that tore the living daylights out of Florida. And one of the things is that they went after... Governor DeSantis, right away, of course, the left jumps on the fact that mandatory evacuations were not ordered in time. Well, you know what, folks? Let me tell you something. That's why they call it the cone of uncertainty. You know, rather than evacuate the entire United States, you try to look at the weather reports, you look at what the predictions are, you look at where that cone says to get out, and that's what you do. And when Hours before that cone shifts and goes to a different place. That's why they call it weather. That's why it drives me nuts when these people talk about climate change. It's affecting the entire United States. Oh, my God. Yes, that might be climate change. But you, as a puny little human 
really have nothing to do with it, making it over millions and millions of years. I'm sorry to say that our self-worth is overinflated when it comes to climate change. It's just not there, okay? As they say, there's no there there. So they jumped on DeSantis about that. But one thing that I was glad to see that, that really didn't surprise me because I think DeSantis is that kind of person is when Biden came in, it wasn't that warm, loving relationship. But you know what? They worked together. They did what they had to do for the American people. And you know what? I know people are going to be shocked, but I will congratulate Biden for working with DeSantis and DeSantis for working with Biden. They did what is best for a destroyed community. And that was important to America. And I was glad to see that. Unfortunately, five minutes after that, Biden started on the climate change routine and boom, everything else went out the window. Then you had the Congress and the Senate yelling about everything. You know, oh, DeSantis voted against Sandy relief. Well, listen, I lived through Superstorm Sandy in 2012. And I can tell you, that they are first raising houses in my neighborhood this year. That's 10 years later. But yet we can go rebuild entire countries somewhere else in the world. You know, America, put your own mask on first before you go help the rest of the world. That would be my advice. But I was glad to see it at least. You know, they told you the half-truth about that. The reality was is that that Superstorm Sandy package had more pork in it than a bacon factory. But you know what? Everybody was okay with it because, oh, it was a Superstorm Sandy packet. No, it wasn't. That's not what it was for. And the same thing, it's like Marco Rubio. They went after him again. Okay? Why doesn't he want a package filled with pork? Because that's not the purpose of what this aid is supposed to be. It's supposed to be for Hurricane Ian. Okay, so now let me get to the point that I was trying to make before when I got off track here. I think my railroad's on the Biden railroad. You know, let me get that third mic here. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to set up two and use a third one. Fake everybody out. So our second in, gosh, that hurts, second in command in this country, Kamala Cackle Harris, said, and this is a quote, our communities of color will be given priority over white folk and that they would give out hurricane aid based on, you got it, equity. And then on Friday, last week, she continued to dodge the questions with regard to what that moron had actually said. I, I just, it, when it comes out of her mouth, it's just, I really, my father used to have a statement for me when I was younger. Yes, I had that, I had that Kamala Harris disease. My father used to say, make sure your brain is engaged before your mouth is in gear. Now, what does that mean? Think about what you're going to say. You are the president and vice president of America. And he wants to be thought of as the leader of the world. Well, man, you know, what can I tell you? How much leading can you do when you're behind everybody? But why would you say something like that? What is wrong with this administration? And what's wrong with her? That she should even think about that in the middle of a devastating storm with over a 100 people that were killed. And she's worried about what color of skin you are, so we'll let you know how much money you can get. We're going to determine it based on skin color. What? In, in what world, and I'm trying to keep it clean because it is out on the air, in what world would that be considered acceptable? Everything that Dr. Martin Luther King stood for, everything that he just struggled his entire life for, 
was thrown into the garbage bail in a moment of seconds with Kamala Harris when she opened up her mouth. She incinerated that completely. The stupidity out of her mouth is completely, it's disconnected from her brain. There's no other words. I mean, it's disgusting. It's outrageous. And you know what? You know what was really funny? Because I listen to a lot of different media outlets, and I I really look through the week to see what topics are going to be hot and heavy, and I look to see if that's something that me and my audience is going to be interested in. But when I found this, I couldn't find anything about this on the mainstream, mainstream, lamestream media. Nothing. MSNBC, they're the DNC, right? You know, the, the media center for the Democratic National Party. I just, nothing. There was nothing about the idiot statement. You know, they when they keep their mouths shut, when they don't report dumb things that are said, people don't know it. You know, it, it's become an unintelligent media. Media used to question things that went on. That's the purpose of the media. The free press, remember that? We used to have the free press, not the lapdog press. But when they come out with statements like this and they say, oh, gee, there's nothing wrong with what she said. It's okay. No, it is wrong. And you should have reported it because people need to understand and understand well where she comes from. And you know what? Being a racist, it's not color-coded. You can be a black racist. You can be an Asian racist. You can be a white racist. You can be a racist. It doesn't matter what color you are. But as long as you see people through a colored lens, and the first thing you, you recognize about them is what is their color, what is their ethnicity, there's something completely wrong with you. You need to think differently. You need to understand that people are people. You can't keep going about this. So she opens up her mouth, wipes out everything that Martin Luther King has done for the last 30 years. But you know what? The media let her get away with it. And here's my other beef with this. Let's stop calling it identity politics. Let's call it what it really is. It's naked, bare racism. When you look at an ethnic group and you separate themselves by ethnicity and skin color, that's racism. If it was on the other foot, if whites had said, we're going to give out aid to the whites first, the media would be lit up. It would be amazing. There would be wall-to-wall coverage 24-7. But not a peep out of this. Nothing. Because guess what? The Biden administration is accountable for nothing. Okay? If it's up, it's there. If it's down, it's Trump. Let's take a quick break, and I'm going to head up the next segment with Ketanji Jackson. Don't go away. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Well, Mark, I'm not sure what you did to it, but you've broken my computer for some oh, reason. Oh, my goodness. And I, I'm not sure uh, what's going on with my program, but uh, 
I think it's an attack of the Biden administration. That's where I'm going with this one. Probably. You're probably right. Get us off the air any way you can. Um, but have any, SB, have any FBI agents been sneaking around there? No, but there have been 87,000 other guys at my front door. Yeah, they're warming up. <laughs> they're, they're getting ready. Up ready for the big push. But really, it's coming. I don't know. I, I haven't a clue. Let me try one more time. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the America's... Sometimes you get the bear and sometimes the bear gets you. And <laughs> and evidently the bear has gotten us or Biden has gotten us today. So bike to bite of reality. It's working. And you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark Deshark. You know, it's funny that uh, you said sometimes the bear gets you. When I was up in Alaska doing some business up there with a friend of mine, and we kind of got stuck out in the woods, and we had to climb up the side of this mountain, which was for a city boy very interesting. And, of course, everybody's carrying a loaded weapon, because if you don't, you might get eaten. And, you know, we're walking through these thickets, and he keeps saying he smells wet bear because it was pouring rain up there. And what happens is I turned around to him and I said, hey, I said, how fast does a bear run? He turns to me and says, I don't know. He says, but I only have to outrun you. <laughs> I was like, that's a beautiful thing to say to your buddy up here. As I swept across the back of his head with my pistol. No, just kidding. But right before the break, we were talking about the Honorable Katanji Jackson. She starts her term a judge on the Supreme Court. And the new October session started, I know, without any fanfare because, you know what, they're going to be doing a lot of things this session, and we'll see what comes down from the court. But it's going to be interesting to see that the female Supreme Court justice, who couldn't decide what the definition of a woman is, is now charged in ultimately defining all laws in this nation with her cohorts. This is going to be very interesting. Now, I hear an open mic. Is that me or you? <laughs> so this country's in deep trouble, I fear. We're in, we're in some serious trouble. You know, we have the border disorder. This is going on every day. You know, 800, uh, and I'll use the phrase migrants because people understand. I'm more inclined to call them invaders because when 800 people come into the country a day, thousands and thousands, that's an invasion. You can call what you want. A migrant is somebody who comes in and then goes back. That's not a migrant, like a migration, like a bird. But no, no, no. Okay. So 800 invaders killed this year. They say that's blood on Biden's hands because of his policies. Open up our lands, right? So what do you do? The government ignores the laws. What do you do when that happens? You know, I, I saw again this week, this was another brilliant idea, you know, COVID relief fund, the COVID relief fund. Now, now the investigator general says $45.6 in COVID relief funds were fraudulent. How's that? How's that possible? Hmm. They were sending money overseas. Well, wait a second. Why are you sending COVID relief to foreign countries that people don't even live here? Did anyone in this government at the SBA or anyone else say, hey, what's going on? We're sending $45 billion overseas. 
They gave, ready for this, if you're sitting down, 41,000 overseas loans that were given out. We'll never see that paid back. That's not coming back. But this is our government. This is what they do. So uh, let me get off the border for a little bit. Let's talk about, you know, I want to go fill up my gas tank. And I'm afraid of whether or not I can pay my electric bill, which is, I believe I am now paying for the entire block based on my last bill. It went almost double of what it was last year. So I must be taking care of the rest of my neighbors somewhere. It's got to be something. But it's incredible to understand that. I, I just can't find how that happened. But, hey, you know, when gas goes up to 5 and $6 a gallon instead of 2 that's pretty easy to understand because guess where all that electric comes from? Yeah, some of it comes from solar. Some of it comes from the wind. But if the wind don't blow and the sun don't shine, guess what? We have to use coal and we have to use other fossil fuels. That's right. I said the word fossil fuels. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? I just said fossil fuel. Sorry, lefties. I know you guys are now going epileptic. But, hey, what can I tell you? So more good news for the Biden administration this week. OPEC, the OPEC Plus, <laughs> I don't know if that includes LGBTQRST, but the OPEC Plus cut production on Wednesday by 2 million barrels per day. That's right. That's right. We did it again. Joe. When you play games with people from Saudi Arabia who know how to play the game and you have no clue and your administration contains people like Blinken, Lincoln, and uh, gosh, I, I could go through the entire list of who you have in your administration and wonder what you're doing. So what was really interesting this week was just pretty amazing. You know, so OPEC cut two billion, two million, it should be two billion barrels per day. So now that was, and I'll tell you why they did it, because Joe Biden is using the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Now, let me say that word again. Joe, if you're listening or if any of his administration people listening, uh, you know, Jennifer Graham, you know, our energy secretary or maybe even our highway secretary, Buttigieg, what's he doing? Anywhere? Is he still on maternity leave or not? I haven't heard anything. But so... Does anyone understand when you piss off the Saudis, they can hurt you? Because we are in a defensive position in America. When, well, we're going to take a short break right now, and we'll come right back with the OPEC Plus. Don't go away. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark from New York. So right before the break, we were talking about OPEC, the plus. 
So what did the plus do? <laughs> they minused. They minused uh, two million barrels a day. Well, I have a theory about that. My theory is that was payback. That was payback for Joe Biden draining our strategic petroleum reserve. Now, let me stress that what that word means. Strategic means an emergency, not a voting emergency, an actual emergency, such as a catastrophic something, like maybe a nuclear war, perhaps. Well, we'll talk about that in a little while, too. So, But we don't do that. So what are we doing right now? Joe Biden is continuing to drain the strategic petroleum reserve. It's down to its lowest amount of 350 million barrels. It's the lowest amount in 40 years, 40 years. And what's interesting with that was not reported under Trump. Trump said, hey, we're at $23 a barrel for oil. Let's fill up our strategic reserve now. And you know what Schumer and the rest of the knuckleheads in the Democratic Party said? Not a chance. We can't give them that win. We're not going to let them do it. And they stopped them from doing it. So when we now have to go back and take care of that, at some point we got to fill that up. And we should fill it up a lot sooner rather than later because the world is teetering on the precipice of disaster. But you know what? What can I tell you? That's part of the Joe Biden plan. He's a disaster. Everywhere he goes, something goes wrong. But here's what was really pretty amazing. When the oil prices that were almost double from when he went into office under Trump, all he had to do is continue the same plan. Just keep going. You know, they used to say, just keep going, just keep going. You know, from the movie Finding Nemo, just keep going, just keep Go forward. Don't go backwards. What does he do? He hits the reverse gear right away. And what happens? Oh, gee, America. From $2 a gallon up to 6 and $7 a gallon, depending on where you are. And hey, isn't that great for the green energy transition? No one will be able to drive anywhere. And hey, by the way, don't charge your vehicle because you'll continue to get lots of blackouts because our grid doesn't have the juice. You know, this is a typical Democratic plan. Draw it up, put it into action and have no concept of what the reality is about the plan. That's a brilliant thing. So what happens? So Flopsy Mopsy from the administrative podium gets up there, and she goes, well, you know, the fact that gas prices are skyrocketing again, like 40 cents in the last two weeks, well, there's a nuance to that. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you forget to mention that nuance when prices were going down? Oh, certainly you did. In fact, these knuckleheads running this country completely understand what they're doing. I don't think this is idiocracy. I think it's by design because they want to make America weak. They want to make it into an electric grid without enforcing and making proper electric grids. But then what do you do? What happens when that goes down? You know, look at California, for instance. Remember, they talked about making California the federal plan. California's got rolling blackouts all over the place. Don't charge your electric vehicle. We have a hot day because the electric grid sucks. Well, guess what? This is a tragic mistake of policies. That's a tragic mistake. Listen, things take time. It's like crushing grapes, putting it in a bottle, and calling it wine. It doesn't work that way, folks. We have enough oil under our feet. We don't have to. Here's here's the thing that people don't understand. Oil is produced in different grades. 
There's something called dirty oil, which is called heavy, unrefined, and it takes a lot of energy to re- refine the oil into gasoline. When you get oil from places like Saudi Arabia, and now I can't believe that I'm saying this, we're going to Venezuela and Maduro. The guy who we sanctioned, who took over his country, we didn't recognize him, now Joe's rolling up to his country and saying, hey, you know, we'd like to buy some of your oil over there, you know? And they're going, yeah, okay, get rid of our sanctions, and then we'll sell you some of our dirty, polluted oil. Good luck with that. Here's what we're missing. America, by its own regulations, produces some of the cleanest oil and gas in the world. America produces the cleanest oil and gas in the world. Why are we going elsewhere to get oil and gas? I'm sorry. If you're talking about global climate change and all these believers in that global concept, how is it that you can tell me that it's okay to get oil from Venezuela, but not here in Alaska, not here in the United States, not here in the Permian Basin? Why is that? Because it's a lie, folks. It's a complete distortion of the truth. It's ridiculous. It's insanity. But they keep going forward with it. And that's why, you know what? Here we go. As I got closer to the election, we're going to get closer and closer. I'm going to start talking about it. We have to vote with our intelligence. Vote Republican. Don't listen to this crap that they're telling you. If you think that they're right, then you're wrong. It's very simple. You know, if you think they're right, then you're wrong. In the interim, why we are producing American oil. Why do you think, does anybody understand other than myself and a few other people that I've heard? When Russia attacks, when Russia annexes other countries, when Russia becomes aggressive, it's because oil and gas prices are way up and they can afford to do it. And that's just a fact. If it was $23 a barrel, guess what? Russia wasn't attacking anything. Why do you think they didn't attack America? Why do you think nobody stood up and challenged America while Trump was in office? Because they knew that he had a straight-on attitude. He, listen, you may have hated the guy, the way he delivered it, but his policies were set forth in stone. He knew if you messed up and you attacked somebody, we were coming at you. And we could destroy you. How? Economically. Trump knew how to follow the money. You don't need to send missiles and bombs. Just think about the billions and billions of dollars that we've sent to Ukraine. How do you think our schools would look if we had a $100 billion to put into them? Yeah, well, let's talk about our schools for a second. Our schools are failing, failing miserably, miserably. I heard reports about schools in Illinois. Look at, look at the reading levels. Look at the math, the proficiency in English, math, science. We're, we're towards the bottom. We spend more than any other nation on education, and yet we have disastrous results. Why do you think that is? Well, you know what? You start putting purple and green and blue, you know, people with piercings in their faces. And, and listen, I am a conservative, yes, but I'm not insane. If you're a normal person, I'm sorry, you don't put things in your face, okay? You just don't. But these are the people you're letting teach your kids, The people who tell your kids that there's no difference between men and women and that men can get pregnant. I'm sorry. That's not who I want teaching my kids. And this is what you're getting. 
when you focus on this gender neutrality garbage and all the rest of this stuff, listen, what you do in your life, I don't really care. Yes, I'm a conservative, but you know what? I don't want to invade your bedroom or your house or whatever else you do on your side of the, the wall. I don't care. But when you come out in public, try to be a little bit more socially normal. Why? Because it's important when you're teaching kids to be normal. You can't have crazy ideas in schools. If you do, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get kids who can't read. And guess what that does to the economics of America? If you got people who can't read instructions on a technical manual of some fancy machine at a factory, guess what? They're not going to be in that job, are they? Yeah, let's look at the reality. So right now, John Kirby this week again, uh, Dr. John Kirby here, our NSA guy, comes out on Wednesday, and he says, nah, the trip to Saudi Arabia with Biden, nah, wasn't anything about oil. It was more on strategic matters. I'm sorry, what would be more strategic than keeping America moving? You know, we forget that the supply lines are still broken, but you know what? The media's done talking about that because it's getting close to an election. So they're done. So now, you know, go back to Flopsy Mopsy. She's the new woman and female in our lives, right? Um, what can you say about this? I don't know how she goes home and doesn't drink every night, you know, I don't know if they understand or they can hear what comes out of their mouths. Maybe they should get a set of headphones. But why wouldn't you drill in the United States? Why did we shut down our oil production? Would someone, someone please explain that? Someone from that moron podium, tell me why. We're going to Venezuela and Saudi Arabia to, to get oil as opposed to drilling our clean oil here. You know, and stop telling me it's a global market because you really just sound like a bunch of liars, simply lying to the American public. I don't get it. It's the lamestream media picks up the words. You guys send out faxes every morning and say, hey, these are the buzzwords of the day. This is insanity. In America, we got to smarten up. You know, we got to realize that they're just bull spitting us. It's just bull spit. That's all it is. You know, is anybody listening? Hello? <laughs> Mark, uh, I happen to be listening and, and again, uh, I've mentioned this many times before and, um, we'll mention it again, obviously, is the, the fact that, okay, we had just as many wells pumping when Trump left office as we have pumping today, correct? That is correct. So everybody jumps on Biden and everybody jumps on the oil producers that you've got to, you've got to drill more wells. You've got to drill more wells, pump more oil. No. And it's, when did this, when did the oil crisis really start? Well, it started when he shut down the pipelines. Exactly. You can have tons and tons of barrels and barrels of oil coming out of your wells, but if you can't get them anywhere, <laughs> what are you going to do with them? I, I think I think Perry Mason had it best. I rest my case. Yep. I mean, this is this is just this is what the insanity of the left is. They don't think things through. You're not, you know, by making gas ten dollars a gallon, you're not going to stop me from driving the car I want to drive. This is America. You're not going to do that. You can make my car illegal. Guess what? With the New York, with the New York bail and no jail laws, I'll be out in five minutes. It doesn't matter to me. Just keep arresting me every day when I drive my car. But the reality is that what I'm going to do, 
I'm going to cut back on going out to restaurants. I'm going to cut back on going on vacation. I'm going to cut back on my other things that I really don't need, but that I want. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to drive because that's what I want to do. But I don't care about, do I need to go out to a restaurant? No. But there are lots of businesses and lots of people who depend on me. I, I eat a lot. <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of folks have taken it to the point that, okay, I can walk over here or I can drive over here. If I drive over, it's going to cost me three extra bucks to pick up that sandwich or three extra dollars to do this or do that just because of the cost of gas. And, you know, this whole thing, if he opened up the pipelines, people would be amazed how fast gas prices would drop there would be no more oil crisis, and there isn't an oil. There isn't a supply. There's a supply problem, but there's no lack of oil, just like you were saying. And I said this before: the Permian Basin in in Texas has over 250 billion barrels of oil waiting to be pumped, but the producers aren't pumping. I talked to one of mine uh, the other day, and I said, why was my check down so much? Because we've cut back on pumping. Well, why in the hell have you cut back on pumping? They're saying, you know, we've got to get, because we have no place to pump it. Yeah, where were we going to put it? Where are we going to get it to? And remember, every oil barrel that comes out of the ground still has to be refined. And we have we have built no more refineries. You know, listen. President Biden, or whoever's running President Biden, whoever's got his hand up his back, it's like Jeff Dunham. You have to understand something. You're not going to kill the American spirit. I know you're trying desperately. You're doing it in the schools because you know what? Dumb people don't have ideas. Dumb people pay attention to what you say because they don't have any of their own ideas and they can't figure things out. America has always been the champion of smart. Top. Top, top, top. Like China is doing now, China understands. China understands that education is the key to the world. It opens up the world. And they're killing us at it. They are in every one of our industries. They are buying up our farmland near our military bases in the U.S. And they're infiltrating our government. (laughs) I'll point to... You know, I I didn't want to bring them up again because they're still screwing around with it, but the Hunter Biden mess. And Do you think... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Well, I'll just throw out one other thing that uh, Hal Shears, Dr. Hal Shears brought up uh, yesterday, and and we talked about after his show. You know, if, if China really wants to kill us in a heartbeat, literally in a heartbeat, they cut off our drugs, our pharmaceuticals, our prescription drugs that are mostly made in China. They just say, we ain't shipping no more. And uh, what are all the people on on the statins, all the antibiotics, all the everything, what are they going to do? They'll be Massive, dead. They're going to move to China or die. Yep. Now, here's, here's the big thing. Here is the big thing. Trump recognized that this was a problem, and he began to try to change it. And then Biden jumped in here, and Biden said, 
forget that. That's over. And then we're right back to status quo. The status stupid is what you should call it instead of status quo. You know, it, it's the same thing all over the world. Why do you think North Korea is sending ballistic missiles over Japan? Japan had an air raid drill this week. Not a, not even a drill. It was an air raid siren that went off because there's ballistic missiles flying over their country. That could reach territories in the U.S., by the way. Little rocket man there. But what did Biden do? Pfft, nothing. Not a thing. And here's the other thing. Let's let's not forget about our Iranian people. You know, the partner in Iran there. Yeah. They're trying to get a nuclear weapon, dude. What is Biden doing? What are we thinking about? Nothing. We are just being idiots. We're sitting here going, let's get back into the nuclear deal so you can get your weapon faster. There you go. Give a crazy maniac a nuclear weapon. Good idea. How'd that work out in North Korea? You know, sometimes what we do in this country baffles me. But you know what? This is typical for this administration. This administration is lying on a daily basis. Normally, if you get a dumb president, he usually surrounds himself with good people, people who can think straight, people who understand what's going on. Biden seems to have done, and, and I think Tyrus says it best. Tyrus says when you get a checkbox administration, this is what you get. And what does that mean? Check that, female, check black. Doesn't matter what your qualifications are, as long as we got you checked off on your ethnic background box, you're all good. But these are amoeba brain people. They're clueless. You know, he wants to run again? How about running the country now? Then we'll see if you get a second chance. You know, I don't even know if America will survive this term, and yet he wants to do it again. I, so, I don't think he's capable of running the country no, or, it, you know, running a, an electric train. I doubt that anybody, that. yeah, anybody who thinks that he's capable of a second term should really buy an electric Tesla and fill it up with gasoline. Yeah. You know, because that's the concept. The concept is, Pour gasoline on an electric fire. Good idea. Now, I heard some of the Teslas are actually exploding, but that's unconfirmed at this point. I saw some firemen putting out Teslas in the Ian storm. But we had a couple of those up here during Superstorm Sandy. They made quite a mess to see a, a burning car in the middle flooded up to its doors, and yet it's on fire. It's pretty interesting. But there's one, there's one topic I wanted to kind of catch up with here is the FBI. I, I really, I am absolutely insanely crazy about what's going on in this country right now with the crime statistics. And, you know, what's been happening, and for those of you who have been living under a rock, the FBI crime statistics came out. And, you know, basically death toll and murder rates and, you know, violent crime. But what happened here? What went on with these FBI statistics? Well... Guess what? New York, L.A., nothing. Chicago, nothing. They didn't give any stats. They're refusing to give stats. Philadelphia, refusing to give stats to the FBI crime stats. Why? Because people would understand that this country is in trouble. It's being overrun by criminals. But yet, somehow or another, New York, and, and I got to tell you, living in New York, it's tough enough. But living in New York under Kathy Hochul, Holy moly. Stop lying. Stop lying. In New York, murders are up 55% in two years. 
since she got handed the reins of governorship. The no bail, the no jail, DA's looking to drop cases left, right, and center. People are dying left, right every day. I was in the city yesterday. It looks like a crime spree. People are looking around like swivels. Their heads are on swivels. And people are just out of control. But yet, she is talking about making pizza this week. I could not believe. How is it that they're allowed not... I got to calm down because I get upset about stuff like this because it's so simple. It really is. You know, you have you have places like Chicago. They don't want to report. Why? Well, gee, listen, more companies are leaving there than Canadian geese are going back for the winter. FTX, Citadel, Boeing, Tyson. When the chickens are leaving your city, you know you have a problem. You know, McDonald's is even thinking of packing up. Why? Because they can't get their workers safely to and from work in Chicago. But hey, Kathy, by the way, it took her, it took this moron governor, this little short stack, a week to come out and say, we're the governor's doing a lot about crime. No, she's not. She's lying about crime. Absolutely. But crime is out of control in New York. A father, 55 years old, went to go see his kid in Poughkeepsie for college for parents weekend and he ends up dead. Why? Because two career criminals decided they wanted to shoot up a lobby of a hotel. But she doesn't come out and say anything. She doesn't come out and change anything. She doesn't throw out district, the, the DA in Manhattan. Why? Why? Is this part of the blue destruction of America? It is amazing to see how people like this are still in office. And if you vote for them, if you vote for people, there's a guy, the guy by the name of Lee Zeldin. He's running for governor. He's a congressman now in New York. But let me just tell you something. If no one else was running, I wouldn't vote for Kathy Hochul because she's destroying New York. It's just like Stacey Abrams. You know, what can you say? And now look at Georgia, okay? Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, the race to the bottom. Okay, so what did Herschel Walker do? Did he pay for an abortion? Did he not pay for abortion? Well, you know what? Raphael Warnock was beating the crap out of his wife and ran over her foot. I saw the tape. But you know what? They don't talk about Warnock. Oh, he's this, he's that. But now they're going after Herschel Walker. Let me just tell you something. Herschel Walker has done more for Georgia than Warnock will ever do in his entire life. He's opened up stadiums. He's opened, he's given back to his community. He understands where he comes from and he's given back. He's been blessed to do that. And that's the guy you want in office. Listen, none of us is a perfect candidate. I don't know anyone who would be. Because you know what? Everybody has made mistakes in life. But you know what? If you're going to go after him, Warnock was almost arrested for obstructing a child abuse case where they were actually charged. But Warnock got in the way. Why? Because that's the kind of person he is. How many stadiums has he built? How many things has he given back to his community? Yeah, it's all the chatter, chatter, chatter. It's all talking heads again. Again, nothing in reality. But they can all talk about it because it doesn't matter. Nothing's challenged. Media doesn't do their job. When media doesn't do their job, they've failed America. And America's no longer trust them. They don't trust them. You know, Trump used to call it fake media. And at the beginning, it was like, yeah, yeah, fake media. It is fake media. Because it's not real. Yeah. 
How about, let me give you some short stack, a short stack for Kathy Hochul and some of the other people. Violent crime, total crime report. You ready for this? Chicago, 37% up. Philadelphia, 26%. Los Angeles, 11.6% up this year. And New York City, 32% up this year. That is on top of last year's amazingly stupid increases beyond belief. It is a crazy city out there. People are being killed in every one of these cities. And now they don't want to report to the FBI right before the midterms? Why? Because people will wake up and see the truth? Because people want to see reality and you don't want to show it to them? Well, you know what? Do your job, Mr. Media. That's why you come here. You come here to get the real deal. You come here to get reality. Because violent crime is up. And if you're voting for the same stupid Democratic people who you put in office in those blue states, then you deserve what you get. I'm sorry to say that. You are the master of your own delusions. You want to be like that? Be like that. For me, I can move around. I can get out of this state. But you know what? Where am I going to go? What city is safe? What city under Democratic control is safe? Guess what? None of them. And what states under Democratic control are safe? None of them. Look at New York. Look what they have done to this beautiful city and this beautiful state. You want to, you used to take a drive in the city, used to walk around two o'clock in the morning on the Rudy Giuliani. You had what they used to call red coats. You could walk around two o'clock in the morning feeling a hundred percent safe. Crime was down. Everything was down. Now you can't take a five step walk through the subway without seeing some crazy person trying to rob somebody. And you know what? There's not enough cops. And even where they are, they don't want to get involved. Because you've taken away their qualified immunity. You've taken away their ability to fight crime. You know, I heard the the bald-headed idiot uh, Presley. She was on television the other day. We need to demilitarize. And Cori Bush, we need to demilitarize our police. When you spend $200,000 a year on your personal security, don't you dare... Tell me what we need to do about our police and protecting my family and protecting myself. Because you, my my friends in the Democratic Party, are lying through your own teeth. So don't tell me that. You know, we have to stop being real in this country. America used to think for itself. Don't let these people think for you. Look around you. You're smart. You know what's happening out there. Don't listen to what they're telling you. Look at it with your own eyes. You know, that goes back to the same thing. Believe yourself. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to let everybody know I had a great week. I hope you enjoyed the show today. And you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Have a great week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.